Hello and welcome to Point Streak, a podcast where we talk everything gaming and the issues that concern gamers. We're all members and contributors at Enthusiacs.com and thank you again for joining us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Enthusiacs and our YouTube channel, uh, Channel Enthusiacs, where all our video content and our Let's Plays reside is uh, receiving uh, pretty steady updates uh, from the likes of Axelon, Goose, and of course the black dragon himself i am your host uh jeff or baron fang and once again i am joined by the frequent pairing of tony hello and jennifer how are you jennifer good thanks well what let's uh let's get right to it what have uh what have we been playing lately uh, dare i ask tony <laughs> uh, i think it's kind of tame this week but mm. uh i've been playing a little bit of uh need for speed rivals trying to get my uh, money money's worth of that game um, on the PS4, I'm still pissed the fact that it doesn't have a, uh, a pause button even when you're playing offline. Wait, you bought that game? Wasn't that a like, free monthly? Uh... <laughs> no, no, at least not that I'm aware of. I only paid, I want to say, 20 bucks maybe for it, so oh. I think I'm getting my money's worth out of it. Uh, beyond that, uh, Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warf- Warfare on the Xbox One. <laughs> also picked that up for 6 bucks. That's, that's a fun little game. Hmm. Uh, let's see, Shovel Knight on my 3DS. Um, I finally got around to beating that game. It's extremely, it's pretty difficult. Mm. And I'm trying to go through New Game Plus, and dear God, is it even more difficult. Um, that really surprised me. I didn't think you were into old school platformers like that. <laughs> uh, you know, I, it's what I grew up on. It's not necessarily what I, uh, my, my kind of cup of tea today, but I actually really, really enjoy mm. that game. Yeah. But uh, beyond that, uh, I think that's really about it. How about you, Jennifer? Uh, I have been playing through Fallout 3 again. <laughs> um, but I just finished that playthrough, and that's pretty much been it. I've been packing a lot. I'm moving. Soon, oh, you so. fin- you finished your playthrough? Uh-huh. Oh, yep. wow. How many hours, so, dare I ask? <laughs> oh, God, I don't even know. I never look. <laughs> well, for myself, uh, I've been playing um, Alan Wake, which uh, took me about a week and a half of going back to on and off and very much enjoyed it. It's uh, it's different. Uh, it's like a sort of a Stephen King horror themed uh, adventure. T- oh, I guess adventure is not exactly the right word for it, but uh, very story driven. And uh, yeah, I like that one a lot. It was uh, it was um, it was it was an easy easy lope uh, and and not too short. Well, was this uh, your first time through? Or yeah, yeah, I'd never, I'd never touched it before, uh, and I, it was one of those games that I saw on Steam sales, and I saw on Steam bundles, and I was surprised that it came out as recently as it it did, and I hadn't really heard of it. Um, I, 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 in my head, I got it mixed up with Max Payne all the time. <laughs> I and then later I realized, oh yeah, there's a reason for that. It's the same company <laughs> that makes uh, Max Payne Remedy. So, uh, yeah, w- and I I didn't have any familiarity with that series, but uh, anyway, uh, yeah, very enjoyable. And I'm now looking into the uh, the sequel, which I believe, if I remember correctly, I looked at the price earlier this week, and I think you can get the sequel uh, or second game, New New Night American Nightmare, or whatever it is on. Uh, live arcade as a download for i don't know maybe 10 bucks or something so yeah i'm uh, i'll definitely pick it up uh i i'm i'm trying to weigh up what i'm going to uh go through next whether i'm going to finish banner saga finally or uh get a little deeper into tomb raider which i've only just gotten a, an hour or so into um 
I'm I'm already. I don't know if you had this this experience, Tony, but uh, whenever I play an Assassin's Creed game for an, a significant amount of time, uh, I find it difficult to unlearn the controls <laughs> when I play something else that's sort of that third person mode. It's uh, it's very easy to get uh, caught up in that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I can't think of any any you know, offhand reference, but yeah, it's definitely happened before. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, d- I mean, one that, uh, one that Jennifer and I found, uh, frequently, uh, and, uh, Jen, you'll remember this is, um, oh, what was the game we were playing where the jump, where the jump button wasn't the jump button for some reason. It was annoying the hell out of us. Uh, actually that's, well, I my issue was fallout three. The jump button is not the jump button. Oh, and then yeah. we went in and we started playing borderlands two again. Oh yeah. I kept like switching my gun or whatever it is. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, also, I also found Gears of War to be a little distracting because the I think I'm pretty sure the grenade button <laughs> in Gears of War is not the grenade button for a certain other games. So I've wasted many a grenade hit, hitting the wrong button. All right. Well, you're way too big to be jumping around in that game. That's why there is no jump button. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, let's get to the main topic at hand, and um, <laughs> uh, and that topic hmm. is uh, handheld consoles. Uh, we've recently covered um, uh, mobile ga- games on mobile platforms, and it seemed logical that we would get to this subject eventually, um, given uh, that there's uh, some connection to the two. Um, so uh, I might just start off by covering uh, what systems we've all owned, just out of curiosity. How, how about you, Tony? How many different uh, ones have you sampled over the year or owned over the years? Uh, I have owned the uh, Sega Game Gear, uh, the mm-hmm. original Game Boy. I think I had a Game Boy Color at one point. Um, the and the DS and Nintendo 3DS. Unfortunately, never got a chance to owning a PSP or a PS Vita. Uh, okay. How about you, Jennifer? Uh, I've had a Game Boy Color, a PSP, and now a Nintendo 2DS. But you know, it's funny, when I was thinking back to the portable uh, systems that I've had in the past, I remembered something that my dad had when I was very little, and it was this those ones that were just like a set game in it and he had this really old football Mattel well, yeah. or something yeah. like I don't know <laughs> yeah I was gonna I was gonna bring those up like, actually that's uh, the first game I ever played but com- yeah that's a company called Tiger made these little Tiger. simple LCD single console yeah. games uh-huh. I had a few of those yeah they, and some of them were like miniature versions that were you know just very simple screen uh, when you pulled the batteries out you could actually and you held it at a certain angle in the light you could actually see all the possible <laughs> <laughs> animations on the screen. Oh, yeah, I did yeah. that with my uh, Beauty and the Beast one. <laughs> Weren't they the ones behind the... What, what were those things called? The Tamaguchis or whatever? The, the little Tamagotchi. things like... Yeah, yeah, like the little animals you had to feed. And, yeah, 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 I'm sure I own one of those, but yeah. I, I don't... I wouldn't consider those a handout. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, they work. I, I think they were kind of a gateway to some people. Uh, you know, when the, when the yeah. Nintendo Game Boy came out and it was kind of the, you know... It wasn't the original handheld system, but it certainly was the one that unlocked uh, the, you know, the potential the most. I, I think a lot of people probably looked at that and thought, "Wow, a handheld that uh, you can actually swap out cartridges and play like uh, a, a proper Nintendo." What an um, idea! Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, just for myself, 
I've I owned a Game Boy Advance for maybe a year way back. And I mean original model Game Boy Advance, uh, which had a lot of backward compatibility to Game Boy Color. Actually, so ha- half of the games I owned for that were Game Boy Color games. I also uh, had borrowed a, an original Game Boy for um, basically almost a whole summer, so I had quite a lot of uh, opportunity to play with an original Game Boy. I think uh, I think I played the crap out of. Uh, Dr. Mario um, back back in the day, and of course Tetris and all that other stuff. So, I've not had any uh, really hands-on recent experience uh, to speak of, but uh, thankfully you two have. Um, <laughs> just to give some background to what we, what we've sampled and what we haven't, um, is uh, I, I might start off start off with a pretty general question. Um, most of the most of the handhelds are um, li- lim- limited to some extent. Even the uh, modern ones that are out there, the Vita, you know, 3DS. Uh, what's the latest one? The 3DS, the new 3DS. Is that what yeah, they're calling it? God, what an awful name! <laughs> what a stupid name! I mean, I it is it it is obviously a new 3- 3DS. You look at it and go, yes, that's new. And there's an XL version, so I suppose it's in a literal sense, it's a good name, but. Wow, Nintendo sometimes and their naming conventions are just uh, inscrutable. I had no I, I looked back to the DS range, by the way, and I had no I, idea that there were this many variations. Uh, like, I, I, I looked and saw something called the DSi, and I'm still not sure what that is. That was some sort of incremental step along the way. Oh, I haven't yeah, heard of that either. Yeah, and then there's, like, the DS Lite, I think. I think yeah, the, it's, yeah. those two are different. There's the I and the Lite. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, without getting off track... Um, I'll start with you, Tony. Uh, do you ever really think that there will be a handheld that's that advanced, that's that good, that it really will function every bit as well as the home version? Or is there always going to be a bit of a gap? Uh, I think as we move forward, I think we're 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 almost there. I think the PS, mm. from what I <coughs> excuse me, from what I hear, the PS Vita is a pretty capable system, mm-hmm. um, and you know it does have that um, what do you call it, the remote play functionality. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think it's pretty capable, and I don't know if you want to necessarily lump the uh, the Nvidia Shield in there. Maybe is mm-hmm. mobile, because um, yeah, I know there's the the tablet, um, yeah. and, and from what I hear, that's also a pretty capable system. But yeah, to the point where they actually match the current generation systems, I, I think it's going to get there pretty pretty soon. Hmm. What about you, Jen? I mean, uh, you. I, I... Knowing you personally, I uh, I know that you tend to play different types of games on on your portable, so maybe you don't care whether there's yeah. a, a performance gap between well, them. But do you ever think they'll close it completely? They may, but my hopes aren't too high on it. But it's funny that you say that I play different games on the 2DS. I know I've talked about that with you, but mm. the reason that I love the, the DS more than any other portable con- system I've had is because... I've learned that I need different types of games to be satisfied with that small screen. Yeah. I had, before it, I had the PSP, and I only ended up getting like four games for it. Mm. And two of them were the Liberty City Stories and Vice City Stories, the Grand Theft Auto PSP version games. Yeah. And I just, I couldn't do it. Like, it completely killed the fun. It was a dumbed down, smaller version on this little screen. Yeah. It didn't feel like an open world. It just, it like gave me a bad taste in my mouth yeah. about portable. Yeah. I'm like, I can't do this. So when I when I go portable, it has to be something very different, like Animal Crossing, which, which is yeah. adorable and maybe not for everyone, but 
something different or something that I can't play on a console that I own, like Mario, Super Mario Brothers yeah. or, you know, well, I, something like that. That, that. that segues into a question that I'll, I'll put to you, Tony. Do, do you feel that the, the handheld games are basically just done, dumbed down versions of the, of the quote unquote real thing or do they, or, or do they really stand on their own or does it depend on the game, I guess? Uh, well, yes, it does depend on the game, but it's funny you asked that I was, when Jen was talking about it, it made me think I actually just downloaded, um, Lego Jurassic World for my uh, my 3DS. Yeah, and oh. uh, I'm I'm somewhat familiar with the Lego games, but it's oh, funny because yeah. uh, and and I enjoyed it. It seemed you know a pretty good game, uh, but then I was watching uh, you know like a live stream or uh, a, another podcast I think, and uh, they were actually playing it, but they were playing like a console version, and I was like, oh my god, they they almost look like two. Well, graphically they look different, but it's they're also like different games. Yeah. Like, it, it, I, I didn't know that. I, I was kind of, I, I thought it was the exact same game. You know, it's not like Lego games yeah. are, you know, demanding, I think, powerful, you know, power-wise. But yeah. they are, yeah, actually pretty different games. Hmm. But, yeah, I, I think they, they definitely do need to be different games. Like, it's almost, uh, some of the games I, I have on my 3DS, it's, you know, it's not like I sit down and have, like, extended play sessions like I do on a, on a console. It's something more or less I can yeah. kind of yeah. pick up and put down pretty easily, kind of like the mobile scene. Yeah. Um, you were kind of touching on this, uh, in, in a way, Jen, uh, do you think that there's any genres, uh, and, f- and for me, I'll, I'll just speak for myself, fighting games on handhelds, just no. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that because one of the four PSP games I had was a Mortal Kombat Unchained oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was decent, but it's funny because like I've told you before, I'm not, I actually don't play fighting games much. Mm. I played Mortal Kombat when I was like six maybe oh, God. <laughs> i played it when i was really 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 little, a little too little and i haven't want to be honest <laughs> yeah. well, I, I also played that game really so yeah. you're not you're so, not alone there i think because it had been so long playing it on this small little psp actually seemed pretty simple because it, it, it i like that you know it doesn't require a lot of time like tony said i usually pick games that i can just pick up and play for a little bit and put down i'm not gonna sit there for four or five hours like I would with Fallout. So to me, a fighting game is actually okay on that. But that's coming from me, who, again, doesn't play fighting games. And I know, Jeff, you yeah. have a lot. Yeah. So. As somebody who... Some I, preference. I, I don't know that I'd call myself a connoisseur of the genre, but if I'm not using an arcade stick then I'm not playing it. <laughs> and I, I've, I've, I've had the displeasure once of playing one of the Street Fighter games on a on a Game Boy of some sort, I believe. And uh, yeah, not good. Uh, but to, to my question, is there a genre, Jen, that you just think, uh, uh, with the exception of that one, is there a genre you just think that they shouldn't even bother with on oh, handhelds? Well, the exception of fighting, uh, I don't think so. I mean, everything's going to be a bit different. Like, I yeah. like racing games. I would think they're not going to be as good on a little handheld, but... Oh, yeah. With the right game, it might be good. Kart Racer works. I've played. Uh, yeah. I, I owned Mario Kart Advance. <laughs> You're not I think playing it was Forza on. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't really think there's a specific genre that I would completely say don't do it. Yeah. How about you? It just uh, would have to be done right. How about you, Tony? Any you played any uh, FPSs, anything like that on a? <laughs> can you report <laughs> whether or not that experience is uh, <laughs> worth? No. Um. You know, maybe with the PS. Uh, Vita and I don't Jen did the PSP have uh, two analog sticks or was it just one? Just the one. D- just the one. Okay, so I know the PS the <laughs> the Vita has two. I know, so I think that might help it out. But on a 3DS, God no, I couldn't play a, yeah. a, a first person shooter with only the one kind of 
depressed in analog stick. And uh, furthermore, I actually did try to play uh, Splinter Cell 3D on the really? DS. Well, I, I couldn't. I couldn't play for more than five minutes. I was like, no. I, this is. This is. The controls were just god awful. Hmm. Um, luckily, I only paid like three bucks for it, so I didn't feel too cheated. <laughs> you know, I take one thing back. I don't want them to even try a sandbox game. That was that was what bothered me about the Grand Theft Auto one, and I love huge open world games. Don't even I think they probably shouldn't even try that. Like, don't I give me agree. a smaller Grand Theft Auto. Don't give me a smaller Fallout world. Just don't yeah. even bother. So that's one I would definitely. I, I think where the handhelds shine, and this might be you know the traditionalist in me, is with the sort of top down RPGs, you know that sort of thing, or or the, the the situation like Animal Crossing where it's you know a little character moving around on a screen. Uh, mm-hmm. Then, you, then you're not really worried about the limitations of the graphics or the controls. Yeah, it, it just it just works, you know. And side scrollers, obviously. Those oh are... yeah, yeah, yeah. There's plenty of really good platformers on, on there. Cold and Mario. Uh, and uh, and d- you, you were saying earlier, Shovel Knight. Uh, you're playing Shovel Knight on the 3ds. 3ds, yep. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, yeah. I I I personally think that there's entirely entire genres they shouldn't even bother with and some of the ones you've mentioned i'm i'm definitely on that if i was ever going to get one again it would not be to play licensed games they're you know the 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 crap arkham or or the crap assassin's <laughs> creed version that they spit out on the on the the uh the handheld i'd i'd be getting games that have been purpose built for it or ports of older games or something like that um well even even then they're not so well so i was um at a store the other day looking at some old ds games i i didn't even know this they had a need for speed underground 2 ported you know and i flipped it over to look at the some of the images i was like god that looks it looks god awful and then yeah. they also had um Modern Warfare 4 on there. And again, <laughs> no. it looked god-awful. So, wow. yeah, there's definitely some, some fran- or not franchises, but some genres. They, I, I don't think they need to bother going down. Have either of you ever encountered anyone who that's all the gaming they do is on a handheld? Like, that's that's their system? Uh, I don't I think can, so. No, not, not necessarily handheld consoles. I mean, mobile, yeah, definitely, but not mm. not that they only play on like a DS or a PS Vita or something like that. No, I don't think I know anyone like I that. I would love to I know how big that market is out there. If like how many people that are can, that are game, you know, gamers are, you know, just purely handheld. That I that I'd be really curious to know how many people that is. I mean, if you look at the sales for the DS over its life cycle, there's a lot of them out there. <laughs> So, I think yeah, I think that's it, you probably find more of that demographic overseas, like in yeah. the Asian markets, like definitely Japan. Yeah. But in the Western audiences, yeah, I don't think it's that it's it's that prominent where it's they're only playing those yeah. the the handheld games. Um, just to use my example, the, the, when I eventually did get around to buying a, a a handheld, it was purely because I had a commute. <laughs> I just uh, yeah. I needed something to do on the train, and I thought, oh, here we go. You know, I'll I'll get a you know, fifty minutes in the evening, maybe an hour, either end. You know, maybe longer if there's problems, etc. I'll 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 just sit down and you know, headphones on and uh, and play whatever. Now, unfortunately, I didn't have a backlit version, so <laughs> that ended up being a complete waste of time. <laughs> Uh, did, have either of you had the experience, the experience of, uh, of, uh, I, well, you've both tried the color, the Game Boy Color, or was that just you, Jen? Yeah. How, I, have you both tried a non-backlit screen before? Do you, do you know my pain? Oh, yeah. The original, the original Game Boy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, my Game Boy Color was definitely not backlit at all. 
Is that something that they changed along the way? My understanding is, is they eventually came out with one with a light. I don't know if they See, did outside of Japan. My Game Boy Color was one of those that was like see-through. And like the oh, yeah. meaning, meaning the thing itself wow. was like see-through and it was like cool colors and all that. I had that one of those. But um, mm-hmm. it was it was god-awful because not only was it not backlit so you couldn't play in any remotely dim situation, but yeah. the screen had really, really, really bad glare. Yeah. So yeah. even in lit situations, I couldn't see it. And then they came out with this light that you bought and you like slid over it and you put batteries in it. It was like an external light and it was terrible. It didn't work at all. Yeah, like a a little window almost. Yeah, and it like magnified it so then I just felt like a grandma that couldn't see. (laughs) It's not good. The joke used to be that the best place to play your Game Boy was in a washroom with floral lights, you know, like really harsh fluorescent (laughs) lights. (laughs) Well, if we're going to talk to the other side of that, if we're talking backlit, uh, the, the Game Gear was backlit. The, the problem yeah, was, though, yeah. is that it took six AA batteries, and it <laughs> no. went through those things quick. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, yeah. luckily, when I was using it, the majority of the time was like on road trips, and you could plug in the AC adapter and use it that way. But otherwise, oh, yeah. God, it was such a pain putting six batteries in, like every other day god damn it'd be remiss of me to not talk about battery Uh, did did i what was the first time either of you encountered one that actually had uh or owned one that had either the option for rechargeable packs or just you know inbuilt uh you know rechargeable like a you know modern cell phone type situation or uh was was that uh i guess for you jen the game boy color would have been four trip four double a's or something so yeah um yeah yeah my first rechargeable was psp yeah, I, I was using rechargeable NICADs. Uh, I just had to swap out ones on, on the original um, Game Boy Advance. But the uh, I assume the battery life in the latest uh, 3DS and 2DS are both pretty healthy. Or what, you might get 6 yeah, or 10 hours out of them? Six, yeah, yeah, they're My, very good. And they charge very quickly. It is. It charges very quickly. And also one thing I love is I had my 2DS just sitting in its case, untouched, for literally months and when I turned it on, yeah. the battery was still full. And normally, yeah, with things like that, you expect it to, you know, drain down without use, or, but it or didn't. Wear. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, well, I actually remember hearing a story of a guy that, uh, you know, he moved out of his parents' house, and uh, years later, he came back to dig. <laughs> it was the original Game Boy. He picked it up, and sure enough, it turned on. You know, and those are using just you know your typical batteries, not any, not the rechargeable type. So, and Nintendo uh, knows how to deal yeah. with that stuff. Apparently, they they know how to work it. Yeah. Yeah. Another uh, general question, um, and this this is uh, as much for me as it might be for somebody who either doesn't get handhelds, does ne- has never wanted them, or doesn't understand them. I'll, I'll ask you first, Jen. Why own one if you either don't travel, commute, or aren't away from home much? Like, what what would be the purpose of having one if you if the, none of those applied to you, and you had obviously existing consoles and or computers? To yeah, play I mean, I'm in that situation. I never commute. I I don't you know I have console I have a 360 so I don't I don't need this portable device with me, but mm. what I discovered with the DS is that there's this whole other kind of range of games that I never would be able to play on the 360. They're very yeah. a little bit more casual, very fun. Like I said, Animal Crossing that's a really fun one that you can just pick up at any time. 
it's just very unique where it will actually make me sitting in my living room right in front of my 360 want to pick up my DS to play those yeah. games. So I think the draw has to be something that's kind of unique if you're not a commuter or someone that, you know. Yeah. You know. And I, I guess another draw for you in particular is it's the first Nintendo console you've owned oh, yeah. for a long I mean, time, I really, too. So I, I grew uh... up with a Nintendo when I was like five, six, seven until it broke. And I haven't played a, a Mario game since then. I've missed it. <laughs> hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's really, really, really fun and nostalgic for me. Yeah. Yeah. How about uh, how about you, Tony? Uh, one word: Pokemon. <laughs> See, uh, See, that's something unique. Well, yeah, that. I mean that's how it started out. And to be honest, uh, when I owned my original Game Boy, the only game I owned for it, I believe, was Pokemon Red, and that's the only game I ever had for it. Never bought anything else beyond that. <laughs> um, and then years later, you know, I, I I didn't even come back to it, and so I I wanted to own a DS because I was like, man, I want to I want to go back and play all the other Pokemon games that I never played. You know, I only played the first generation, so I went back and played all the ones that I could. But uh, it, it kind of, it bought, you know, and there, yeah, again, you can't play po- those games anywhere else except for handheld. But then it, it, it kind of blossomed from there. I kind of found some other games I found interesting, again, like Shovel Knight, and uh, went back and played some of the Mario games. So, and one other thing, too, <laughs> uh, recent memory, it's, they're, for the most part, easy games, again, quick and easy to pick up. And, you know, sometimes it's nice to kind of have that little distraction uh the other day i was raging extremely hard at need for oh. speed rivals because I, <laughs> I was trying to do a 30 30 mile race and i would like always end up crashing or you know getting busted right before the finish line and i was i was about to break my controller and i was like screw this i'm gonna go pick up my ds and play something more simple and relaxed and mm-hmm. it, sometimes it helps just to calm you down so for me i think it's a it's a variety of different reasons but yeah it's i don't think it's necessarily something for everyone you know maybe for you jeff you know there's not much appeal there yeah i mean for me for me personally uh, i just don't see a lot of titles uh that that tempt me on there uh and the nintendo thing doesn't really hold much draw for me i mean i wouldn't rule it out it's just i you know for for me to buy a system there needs to be software that i'm interested in and they're you know at least uh at least for the vita and the uh uh, and the DS, well, I don't know whether I'd get a 2DS or 3DS, but at, for the range at the moment, there doesn't seem to be a lot that would really interest me, or or to justify the uh, what is it, 120 for a for the cheapest 2DS, DS? yeah, I think so. yeah, yeah. I know that's not a ton of money, but uh, I, you know, I, you know what I could get on Steam for 120 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, that's what I'm always thinking when I look at uh, buying one of those systems. And I don't even know, Jen, what would a new uh, or, or Jen, Tony, what, what would a new 3DS, 2DS game cost right uh, now? Like if you want, bought one new that was just that had just forty bucks. Out. Forty, yeah. Eh, that's not that bad, I suppose. Still. But the other thing is, they uh, never that's... they never drop in value really either. They... No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Obviously, these things have a lot more buttons than they used to. I remember the uh, original Game Boy. I think it was just uh, was it just Select Start A B was that and it? The that was basically pad, yeah. it. Yeah, and a directional pad. Uh, uh, we we're up to you know twin stick systems now, and uh, I, I think that the newest uh, the newest uh, three uh, Nintendo one has got like double shoulder buttons uh, yeah. at, at last. Mm-hmm. So. Oh wow. Uh, is is that is that changed things at all for you, uh, Jen? Like having the um, you know having that 
functionality uh, get to the point now where there's almost as many buttons on a standard controller on those things? Yeah, I mean, to me, it it feels more natural because I've been gaming for so long with proper console controllers to then go to a portable with just a few buttons. I think that would feel kind of, I don't know, un- yeah. unnatural or awkward or like there's something missing in there. I don't need a whole yeah. lot. Like my when I play the DS... I'm fine with just the one kind of flat, you know, analog stick that's there. I I don't feel like I need another one. Yeah. But have yeah. you have you fired up that Game Gear recently? I, Is it still? I, uh, no, I I got rid of it years and years ago. I I really wish I held on to it, but no, I don't have it anymore. Every once in a while, I'll see one on eBay and go, hmm. <laughs> Is it what, by the way, uh, I get this mixed up all the time. What was the other Sega handheld? Uh, you know, I remember us talking about this before. I I never owned it, obviously. I don't really. I think it was it was just a different version of the Game Gear. Uh, I think Devil Mingy actually was the one that we were uh, discussing this with. Game it, Gear. It's just yeah, a different yeah. version of the Game Gear. Oh, a version of huh? That's weird. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The Nomad. It didn't. It, the, this, it was the Nomad that uh, came out after it. The Nomad. The Nomad was the 16-bit one. Um, oh. It, it's. Uh, yeah. It. I don't think it was nearly as successful, though. Um, actually, hold on. It was only ever sold in North America. Hmm. Uh, okay. The Genesis Nomad. It, it was like... the one. It was the one that played the. That just played the. There's I think cartridges. It just played. Uh, yeah. I think it just plays uh, Genesis games. That's that's what was different wow. about it. It was literally just a portable version of the. You just of the oh. legit, there's a cartridge like sticking out of it. I'm looking at a bunch of yeah. images on Google. <laughs> that's re- that, yeah, okay. That's yeah. kind of cool because then anything yeah. you have, whereas you the, can just play it on a smaller screen. Yeah. Where, whereas the Game Gear is, you know, specifically made games, uh, shared a lot of games with the Master System, right. obviously, because mm-hmm. that was the original one. But uh, it did. It was backlit and. Uh, I do. I do sometimes wonder why it took so long for Nintendo to respond with a proper backlit one. Because I, 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 I had you know seen that thing in person, and obviously it's a, a battery chewer. But a backlit, uh, backlit feature would have been, uh, yeah, really nice <laughs> to have at that point. Um, I, I might ask. Uh, you, you've both played. Um, you've both played ga- uh, games on. Um, on iPhones, on Androids, uh, iOS uh, portable games. Do you ever think it's possible that uh, that that the handhelds could just be killed off by m- mobile games? Like, do you ever think that that specific dedicated handhold uh, market will will just disappear and the f- and the phones will just take over? Like, Jen, do you ever see that happening, I, or is it, will there always be room for both? I don't think so. I think there's always going to be room for both because the games that we're seeing, even the larger ones available on the app store for one they take up too much space Mm. and there's no you know pop out a cartridge and just save your game on it so that's definitely an issue um but to me i've played a couple of games on the ipad mini that i actually felt really comfortable holding in landscape mode and i i just I don't know. I mean, I miss buttons. I need I need a controller. And even though some of them actually have those, like, uh, they're like analog sticks on the screen, that's yeah, really cool yeah. that some are implementing that. But still, like, I need I need to hold a controller and I need to press buttons. So I don't think it's yeah. it, it's a good alternative when you have nothing else. But I don't think it'll ever fully yeah. replace it. 
Yeah, you've dabbled in both, Tony. Do you ever see one uh, disappearing? Uh, no, I do think uh, uh, PlayStation's on its way out of that market. I think Nintendo's going to corner <laughs> it and dominate it. Um, yeah. And but no, I kind of echoing everything Jen said. Um, you know, there's some games that um, I, I don't think work on really either one or the other. Like, uh, I don't necessarily think you could get like a Pokemon game, even as simple as it is, to work on mobile. Um, I guess you could do the opposite mobile to like 3DS. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, again, this, like Jen said, the space issue is a problem. Um, yeah. And these, you know, most of the time the games suck, you know, they eat away your, your battery life on your phone. And yeah. you do use yeah. your phone for other things, you know, but it's like your, your handheld console, you're only doing it for gaming. And if it's like the battery dies, it's like, oh, well, at least I didn't need to make a phone yeah. call with that thing, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> your, your point about, uh, about your phone doing other things is relevant. Uh, I, I've not owned one in so long. I really dabbled with one. Do the modern handhelds have multifunction stuff? Like, can like do they have streaming video? Do they have like apps and YouTube and stuff like that on them? Or are they all still like ninety nine percent just gaming machines? Uh, the three DS it does have you like apps on it. It does actually yeah. have YouTube, but it's it's horrible. It's <laughs> yeah, it's I, I, I'm sure it has. A, I, I think it actually has Netflix too. But God, if it's if YouTube is that bad, I can't imagine how bad Netflix is. Yeah, I haven't even tried. I mean, for you, Jen, do you think that that would make a difference if these devices were a little more multifunction? Would that kind of help help them? Or I don't really think so because everyone has a smartphone now and everyone can get Netflix <laughs> yeah. app for free on their phone and, and tablets and tablets <laughs> and laptops. And I just I, I can't imagine someone really caring a whole lot about a gaming yeah system playing stuff like that because it would be really difficult yeah. for it to be really good like tony said i've tr- i've tried a few apps yeah. on the ds and they're awful and the psp was just unbearable their the internet browser yeah. was it didn't work i couldn't even get a web page yeah. to load i just think it's yeah. a little too much to like just focus more on making the right games and the right system yeah yeah that's as, as much as uh, sorry, uh, that's the other part of the problem too is that uh you know with the 3ds it's like you said people using it while they're uh, commuting or traveling you know, on the road yeah. and, you know, you don't have, if you don't have a Wi-Fi signal or really even a good constant 4G or 3G connection, those services <laughs> really aren't going to do you much good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As, as much as we get told that like the future is multifunction devices and having a, a device that does one thing is uh, is a, is a dying model. I think there will remain markets for dedicated gaming machines. And, and for me, if it's affordable, if it's good at what it does and it's versatile, I don't care that it doesn't have, youtube and 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 stuff on it you know i'd I'd rather have something that's um i think it's kind of gotten there when you can when you consider how cheap 129.99 actually is for a 2ds that's not very much money really when you get right down to it like that's a that's a current system that can play all the non 3d game or is it is that how it works as long as the game isn't 3d no they, they can 2ds uh, Jen, they can play like 3d cartridges but they just don't have the 3d functionality right yes like all yeah. of my cartridges oh. say 3ds but they run on 2ds you just don't have the 3d aspect which yeah. which by the way games. yeah which if, if we want to touch on that <laughs> um <laughs> the, the 3ds I, I from what i hear the new 3ds is a lot better but you know, I remember, I you know, I got my 3DS 
more for the games, like you said, Jeff, the, the software and everything. But then I saw it and I was like, okay, let me, let me yeah. check it out. And I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. But like, you have to like sit so still at a certain angle, you know, <laughs> otherwise you get sick. So honestly, I'm looking at my 3ds yeah. now that the 3d button is always off. It's always the slider is always <laughs> off. Like when I get a new game, I might turn it on really quick just to kind of see what it looks like in 3D. And I'm like, huh, that's cool. And then I slide it off and it never comes back on again. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't think I would regret, you know, making my choice because I didn't think I'd have the, the 3D on very much. I feel like it would wear off quickly, the novelty. Yeah. And you and you didn't see, foresee yourself carrying yours around everywhere either, where some people, you know, really like the clamshell fold version of the of the 3DS. Yeah. And I guess in I your mean, case, Jen, that wasn't really a yeah, problem. Yeah, the 2DS does not take up a whole lot of space, and it's so comfortable to hold. It doesn't look like it. I was very hesitant when I saw the way it was laid out. But it's so natural in your hands where a lot of – I've heard from a lot of people, including Tony, that with the 3DS – it can be really uncomfortable because you're only able to hold that bottom half because that's where all the controls are. Right, yeah. I actually, I bought a case that actually makes it feel more like a, your typical console, you know, home console controller. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering, um, I was just looking at a picture earlier that reminded me of something. I can remember back in the day, and Tony, as a GameCube, as a relatively new GameCube owner, you've probably heard of this, the uh, Game Boy Advance was actually... There were a couple of of pieces of software that were integrated such that you could plug the Game Boy Advance into the GameCube and use it as a sort of a controller for some. Oh wow! Games. No, I didn't know that actually. Yeah, I, I think the game was uh, Four Swords in particular. It was a Zelda game. Now I don't know if there was previous sort of connectivity like that. I think there was and on some previous systems, but lately there's been quite a bit of that. Have either of you ever taken uh, taken the opportunity to use any of that sort of connectivity? Like, was the PSP that you own capable of interfacing with the PlayStation in, in any way, uh, Jen? I, or? I honestly don't know if it was. I've had I went from uh, PS2 many years ago to then a 360. So I, I didn't even bother to even look into that stuff. I really don't know if it did. Yeah, And I think Tony mentioned the Vita has that uh, uh, connector uh, or feature, whatever play. it is. Uh, remote play, yeah. Have uh, have you partaken in any of that, uh, those sorts of features, Tony? Like, or like you've got a D, like, have you ever connected anyone's Wii or Wii U in any no, way? And like, I, I'm not even sure how yeah, that works. Yeah, because I don't own a Wii U. Um... So I don't know. I know that, uh, I, but I think it's extremely limited. Like the only game that I know off the top of my head is uh, the new Super Smash Brothers game. You can connect the 3DS yeah. to it and play it that way. But and even that wasn't even yeah. a, a feature. I think uh, from the from the launch of uh, that game. But uh, and I, it, beyond that, I don't know of any other game that you really can do that with. Uh, are, are are you too as surprised as I am that they don't try and leverage off that a little bit more? You would think if they're trying to encourage, you know, I think Nintendo would kind of like everyone to have both their systems. Why why don't they do it more often, or should they even care? Yeah, you know, I, I think maybe it's a, a technical thing. You know, getting the, the two systems to communicate with each other. If they're not, you know, if there's not a hard wire connection, uh, I don't know. That's really the only thing I can think of. Um, yeah. I, I mean, for me, like the the Vita, you know. It might be cool, you know, with the uh, with the PS4. It's just I don't, and I've been thinking about a PS Vita, and I, but I really think that's going to be the only thing I'd use it for. There's not like dedicated software for the, the PS yeah. Vita that really interests me. Um, so it really only be the remote play, and it's like I don't know what do those things cost? Like minimum two hundred dollars, I want to say, and just for that one feature to play yeah. throughout the house. I'm like, I don't, I don't really know if that's worth it. You know, maybe if I ever get married one day or something, and the kids or the wife or someone wants a screen, <laughs> I can go, you know, you know 
they can do that, but I'll leave my PS4 on and I can yeah. go play the Vita somewhere else. But yeah, I, I just yeah. I don't know that there's a lot. I don't know if there's really that much you can sell it on. Yeah. Um, do I have either of you done any digital downloads uh, for the for the systems that you own at the moment? Like actually purchased a game in the Nintendo Store or anything like that and downloaded it? Uh, I have, I have uh, not. Mm-hmm. I have actually most of the games I've bought: Shovel Knight, uh, Lego Jurassic World, um, the Pokemon Shuffle games. Yeah, they're all digital downloads. Can can either of you explain to me exactly how the storage works on the DS devices? <laughs> like, is it a certain amount inbuilt? Do you use SD cards? Like, how how does that work? You do use uh, SD cards, but um, they don't. <laughs> They they refer to your storage space as blocks, which I really don't like. I think it was more for the kids that uh, don't maybe they don't understand what mega you know megabytes and all that stuff stuff are. So yeah, it, it it breaks it down into blocks. This this download will take up so many blocks, and you have this many blocks left. Yeah. So Jen, your for example, your Animal Crossing game would take up a certain number of blocks on the internal storage. Yeah. Or right, but but you do have the option to use SD cards. Uh, as well. well, that's a good Jen, uh, Do you have an SD card in yours? Because I could have sworn that like there actually isn't really any internal storage on these things. You know, it's but, funny. It's just now occurring to me that I never. I I, I trust me. I know I didn't put one in. <laughs> <laughs> it may have come with one, like kind of installed. There's no easy slot to like pull one out. I haven't even checked to be completely honest with you because I only have a few games for it hmm. so far, but. Oh, okay. It. Uh, I think I just, I just looked I it up it here. I think it does have it's some got, internal, though. It's got a. It's got an inbuilt four gig SD card and okay, one inbuilt, gig of internal why. flash memory. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, I was gonna yeah. say, I knew, I knew that I didn't have to put a card in it. And usually, if something has to have an SD card to save, you know, that would stick in your mind. Yeah. It looks like a significant number of the cartridge games have their own save save features right. on board, which is normal mm. for those sorts of systems too. So, huh, but I'm wondering if you could yeah, change I, out that. You said the in. What did it say? It said in well, inbuilt. What was that word you used? It's, it's got some inbuilt flash memory, but it also comes with a with an SD card with four. I need gigs to figure out how to get that out of there because it. I haven't even seen where it, it must is. Be in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be in there somewhere. I have a magic 2DS that just saves endlessly for me. Yeah. Well, uh, I might uh, I might cover two uh, two questions that uh, I've been building towards. Uh, I'll, I'll say from uh, well, I'll save my answer for the end. Uh, Jen, mm-hmm. would you cons? Uh, firstly, uh, what sort of features would you like to see on handhelds in future? Either stuff oh. that you know they should have now that they don't, or just something new. And would you consider? Would you strongly consider the purchase of another handheld down the line? Maybe you know five plus years in, into the future like a generation ahead in other words no i'm giggling because i was just looking at a 2ds that came out after i got my stupid red one and it's all pink and white and i'm like <laughs> i think i need an upgrade i'm not talking for cosmetic <laughs> regions reasons i mean like an actual um, number well i'll just i'll start with the second part first i definitely would get a new um handheld system in future but as of now i can't imagine it not being a nintendo i feel like i'll probably just them because, you know, as I said before, that's very different. If I have a PlayStation 4, I don't need a Vita. I'm fine. Um, but as far as what I would want, I mean, if they're going to release these systems, I definitely want a better focus on the games. Yeah. I feel like they're either half-assed, dumbed-down versions of console games or a lot of them are also geared towards kids that are like five or six. 
So I would like mm-hmm. to see a little bit more of, you know, a middle ground there. But I'm, I'm not too picky. I want it to be comfortable to hold. I, I don't really care about the stuff they add, like we were talking about apps. I don't, I don't care if it runs Netflix or not. I have like four devices that play Netflix. I'm good. So. <laughs> How about you, Tony? Uh, you know, yeah, I think I'll de- I definitely would purchase another one in the future. Uh, I'm not really inclined to buy the new 3DS um, just because it has, what, the, the second kind of like C-stick, analog stick, or whatever that thing is. Um, yeah. But it, really all I, I think what I'd want uh, is definitely better hardware, you know, more capable hardware, to, like like we were talking about earlier, to kind of match the current general, yeah. uh, home console systems. But uh, I, I don't yeah. know. Uh, like, the, the, as far as, like, features, I don't really think there's anything. You know, I guess, you know, handhelds, I like them because they're simple, easy to pick up. The controls are, you know, simple. you got, like, a, a few buttons. You know, they're, they're good as is. There's not really much more... I think you can add to it. Maybe, maybe like customizable, like skin plates, and you can kind of add and certain things to it. You know, kind of yeah. you know remove certain things that yeah. maybe change out cool. a shell, something right. like that. To yeah. Change, yeah, yeah. Um, for myself, um, I would, I would definitely consider it. Um, what I'd like to see more of is uh, actual multiplayer experiences mm-hmm. that are in in some way tempting. You know, I, I hear about these games that are. That have low. I guess it's local wireless multiplayer, isn't it? That te- tends to be. Well, yeah, but um, like and you... the 3DS does have online features as well. Like uh, I've actually played uh, yeah. Resident Evil Revelations actually on online with someone. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, again, you have to have a Wi-Fi connection for that. Yeah, I'd like to see some better or at least more significant reasons to to, to you know consider a game to, to play multiplayer local um i'd also like to see more internal storage and on the assumption that i would probably lean towards a nintendo console a bigger back catalog and a, and a back catalog that is uh that that is refreshed co- constantly and uh yeah th- yeah. yeah instead of the paltry efforts that they go to now um, and I, I'd, I'd actually like to see those purchases feel like they're safe rather than, you know, ones that have to be remade every few years. Because uh, I could see myself sinking quite a bit of money into something if, I, you know, a few dollars here, a few dollars there. If I didn't feel like they were going to be yanked away from me, um, the, you know, the moment the system reaches the end of its natural life. Right. And if, uh, if I could amend my answer now that <laughs> you, got, <laughs> you got me thinking, uh, yeah, backwards compatibility, definitely, definitely a big one there. Yeah. Um, and that's something that we used to be pretty consistent with uh, n- n- some of the Nintendo ones that is getting less, less so over right. time, which is disappointing. Well, I mean, the, well, yeah, I guess actually now that you mentioned that, yeah, the, the new 3DS games, uh, no, no, no. The new 3DS will play old 3DS games and DS games, I believe. It's just it's uh, some of the newer games that are coming out. You can't play on the older 3DSs, right? Right. And will they have the word "new" on them in order to tell you? <laughs> but uh, the other, yeah, the other thing I might add too is at least on the Nintendo side is that, like I have some of their uh, the in-game or the in-system features, like the the friends list feature. Like I have, you know, I have like Jen and a couple other people from Enthusiacs on like my friends list, but there's, I've yeah. never done anything with it. Like, there's no, there's really no functionality there. I, you know, no. maybe if they can try to yeah. kind of bump that up a little bit, make it more relevant. Yeah. How about more cheaper? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please don't. <laughs> I think that's one reason I actually like my 3DS. <laughs> Enjoy the game. to relax. Well, um, I'll end. Uh, I'll end on a, um, a less serious note. Uh, favorite game, Jen. I'll start with you. Favorite game you've played on a handheld. 
doesn't have to be current gen. Just Don't judge me. Overall favorite game. <laughs> uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf. It is incredibly cool. addicting. Cool. I love that they thought to make it very seasonal. It's in real time. So when days pass, days actually pass. You want to jump on around Christmas because they'll give you a bunch of crap that's seasonal. You know, it's it it's it's really cool, and you don't have to pay money for that either. But it's just it it feels like the game could go on and on and on. It sounds very simple, but once you get into that game, you're hooked. So I just love that game. How about you, Tony? Oh, man, that's a that's a tough one. Um, I don't know that I could give you one specifically. <laughs> um, <laughs> like you know, I I love you know the original Pokemon game. I think really kind of started me in my my gamer grassroots days and kind of propelled me to where I am now. Um, <laughs> you know, but uh, beyond that, like God, I really, I really love Shovel Knight. I really do. I think it's a fantastic game. Um, but the other yeah. one I might actually throw in there too is again I mentioned it earlier, but uh, Resident Evil Revelations actually a, a, a worthy um, hmm. handheld title. You know, for a, a third person shooter that works pretty well. Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, well, as much as I like Doctor Mario, I've I've always found that game a lot addicting. I'll say I'll save my answer for my old school recommendation. There you go. Uh, well. Th- well, thank you both. Uh, let's move on to uh, my patented high score quiz, <laughs> which is always is tied to the topic at hand, handheld game consoles this week. And as always, multiple choice. I will ask each guest uh, in turn. I'll start with you, Jen. Okay. Uh, just purely looking at the uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Color library, what is the top Game Boy slash Game Boy... What is the top-selling Game Boy slash Game Boy Color game that doesn't have either the words Pokemon or Mario in its title? <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was looking at the list and thought, wow, there's a lot of uh, <laughs> there's a pattern here, as you would kind of expect from a Game Boy. Uh, I'll give you the three choices: uh, A, B, and C. Uh, a is Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. B is Kirby's Dream Land. <laughs> And C is Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters. <laughs> what do you well, say, I'm, Jen? I'm going with A. A, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. How about you, Tony? I'm going to have to go actually with uh, Kirby. Actually, if, and if I recall correctly, that was that began on handheld consoles, if I believe. As far as yeah. I'm aware, yeah. I, I remember I playing the original. <laughs> Kirby? Kirby, Kirby's that fat little pale pink oh, guy that just eats okay, everything. Okay, I've seen that character. I've never seen anything It's it's been in. I've seen it as like hmm. plushies and on T-shirts. <laughs> I really thought you'd go with UGO, uh, Tony, but uh, I know you're a, po- a Pokemon loyalist. Exactly. So <laughs> pro- probably don't go near those fil- filthy UGO <laughs> monsters. <laughs> uh, well, the answer is in fact A: Legend hey. of Zelda: Link's Awakening. It, uh, it was uh, um, Nintendo's other big. Uh, um, franchise um it's funny how many other big franchises they have that uh that aren't represented anywhere near the top of this list it's it's quite astounding actually i i would have thought there would have been a metroid game higher up Mm -hmm. the list uh i i would have thought there would have been um quite a lot of other recognizable names but as i pointed out at the start there's a friggin lot of pokemon (laughs) games at the top of that list in fact, Pokemon Red Blue is, in fact, the the, the number one uh, by a very wide margin, too. Uh, followed very closely by, I believe, Silver... Is it Silver Gold? Silver and Gold, yep. I'm, and Yellow is uh, reasonably near the top of the list, too. I don't even know where that fits in the pantheon. It's, it's it was the well. third release along Red and Blue, so it was the first yeah. generation. Oh. Uh, I... 
I don't know whether you were the one that pointed this to me to this, Tony, but I every time I look up Game Boys online, I see a Pikachu yellow version of the of the Game Boy mm-hmm. Color. That seemed uh, to of, have been a very of the Game Boy variant. Color, or I believe it was the uh, color. Yeah, I, could, I'm, I could. Uh, be wrong. Well, now I think about it, I'm sure they had it. I mean, I know they made a, a Pikachu 3DS version, but I'm sure they had you know older. By the way, did either of you ever see a Game Boy Pocket? No. Uh-uh. Yeah, it was a smaller version that ran on two AA batteries. I I've never seen it or heard of it before, but uh yeah, it was uh it was a couple generations ahead, so well, pre pre advanced though. Hmm. Um anyway, uh onward to my old school recommendation of the week and this is a Game Boy Color game that I never played on the Color. I actually played it on my Advanced, uh which played a lot which was compatible with Game Boy Color. Uh Mario Tennis. Hmm. Um a lot of people assume that this is just a, a, a dumbed-down version of the uh, of the N64 version, which was, to, as far as I'm aware, the the, the first. Um, but it is, in fact, a quite different game. I mean, at the basic sort of uh, you know uh, versus mode is is simply you know a, a, a Game Boy version of what you would expect in the N64. It's the Mario characters against one another with a net in the middle. <laughs> but uh, Mario Tennis for the uh, Game Boy Color actually has a very deep RPG mode, uh, st- story mode, where you actually play uh, a member of a tennis academy and kind of have to work your way up to the ranks and eventually become the champion of the uh, tennis academy. So uh, very odd uh, that a tennis game would have an RPG element. You actually can, I think, wander around the school and talk to people and stuff like that. It's uh, it's actually quite involved and very divergent from the Mario Tennis experience on other consoles. So I quite enjoyed it, and I wasn't expecting it to be anything more than just a basic tennis game. Um, I certainly never got close to beating it, but, uh, yeah, it was a standout for me in the brief period that I owned my Advance. Although, uh, without the backlight, it was uh, it was a game that I could basically play between 12 noon and about 6 o'clock when the lighting conditions were just perfect, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and that's about it. Um, well, thank you both for joining me today uh, to talk to talk hands handhelds. Um, I have a feeling we may return to this one down the line, but maybe maybe it'll be a, a couple a couple models hence, or or when I uh, if and when I eventually decide to uh, to uh, jump in and 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 get a handheld because. Uh, I feel I feel like I'm missing out on something, but uh, at the same time, part of me is quite happy to just kind of jump back and forth between standard consoles and, and PC. And I'm not intending to get a long commute uh, anytime soon. I'm I'm happy happy to have left <laughs> that life behind. So uh, I don't really need excuses to be out there in in public playing games, uh, waiting to get from A to B. Uh, Thank you again uh, for listening. Our Twitter feed, as I set up the front, is at Enthusiax. Uh, our YouTube channel, Enthusiax, is where all our video content uh, resides. We have a thriving forum that you can reach in the uh, top right-hand corner of Enthusiax.com. Our email bag uh, for this podcast is pointstreak at enthusiacs.com. If you have any questions, feedback, or suggestions, or suggestions for show ideas, we'd uh, appreciate uh, to hear from you. Thanks again to my guests, Tony and Jen, and please join us again next time on another episode of Point Streak. Thank you, guys. See you next time. Yeah!